0: Almost all of us have loved fairy tales when we were young. Just remember stories of giants and witches and wizards and monsters and things that were so colorful and and bigger than life. But then you get a little older and you're too old to read fairy tales, but you never outgrow your love of that type of story. And if you think about it, Superhero stories today are really like fairy tales for grown-ups. The characters are bigger than life, just like in fairy tales. They have the same type of superpowers. Some can fly, some are extra strong, some can be invisible. It gives the viewer and the reader a chance to relive the excitement he or she had when they were young, they're really reading fairy tales for grown ups when they read or when they see superhero stories today. And that's why I love them so. So scrolls are the bad guys. And you're a Cree. a race of noble warriors.
1: Heroes. Noble warrior heroes.
2: Welcome to Back in My Day, uh, another episode here with myself, David Petrangelo, and Michael R. Power. Michael R. Power, of course. Uh, We are going to go through a couple things uh, today, or this episode. It's a big uh, couple weeks for Marvel, a couple months, really. Um, So this past uh, couple weeks that we just experienced has been uh, the big Captain Marvel experience and uh, hoopla. So... We both saw the movie over the last couple days, so we're going to talk about that for a bit. And then we're going to talk about uh, how it all fits into our favorites of the Marvel Universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe, officially. Um, There's a lot of Marvel movies out there, but the official ones that are sort of part of the phases, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we're going to... I I think we'll we'll touch on as we go and fit in how we find the movies overall or how we found the movie overall and stuff. So that'll probably just come in through naturally. So uh, let's start off with just talking about the latest release that is Captain Marvel.
1: Um, just came out, and doing waves at the box office, right? Doing waves yeah. regardless
2: of what people want to do with their ratings online and everything, so they can just go away now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so, I, I guess where I want to start is, um, is I'm going to start with you, Mike, because mm-hmm. you have the comic experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't with Captain Marvel, but as we have seen in other episodes, you're the comic guy, I think, out of the three of us, especially, um, is there anything that you knew going in? Is there anything that hyped you up going in that wasn't based on the movies and more so based on the comics?
1: Wow, good setup question because we didn't even talk about this. So, yeah, I am the big comic guy. I'm a Marvel zombie from way back. Of the three, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest comic book guy out there, but of the three of us probably. Are the three of us, and, yeah, um, you definitely are. Yeah. yeah, these Marvel movies, I love these Marvel movies. Absolutely love them. And um, usually whenever one's about to come up, I'll look at the schedule and I'll prep a little bit. So yeah. I did do some... Um, Captain Marvel reading, so I read the Kelly Sue DeConnick, uh, Captain Marvel, her first run of Captain Marvel, and this is when um, Carol Danvers took over the char- character of Captain Marvel. Right, because so,
2: that originally was not the case, Yeah, right? it's actually a
1: character invented by Stan Lee, and it was Marvel, and he was a Cree on Earth, and um, then a couple other people have taken the mantle of Captain Marvel, and then I think it was in 2014, Kelly Sue DeConnick, a great writer, took over, and... Uh, Carol Danvers took the mantle of Captain Marvel. She was always Carol- Miss Marvel before,
2: right? So the Carol, Dan- yeah, right, Miss Marvel is. I, I, every, I keep stopping myself, right? Me too. I want to say Miss Marvel yeah. because I just, for some reason, even mm-hmm. though I wasn't into the comics and I haven't really read any of them, um, I don't know why. You're familiar just- with Miss Marvel? She's got the big lightning bolt. She's like the the Marvels kind of like Shazam. The costume looks like yeah,
1: Shazam. she's almost. like the yeah. female Shazam. kind of yeah. same powers, a little bit. She has the energy blasts, but. Uh, she was a cool character. she's in like new I remember her from like New Avengers and stuff like that in Civil War comics. Uh, she's always like a really cool character, and then really good choice to make her as the next captain Marvel I thought and yeah, yeah uh, so a lot of the movie actually takes a lot um from that run that Kelly C. DeConnick Captain Marvel run, mostly her two thousand sixteen work, which I didn't read but i took I read the two thousand and fourteen work, which was when Carol Damers took over as Captain Marvel so. And it's and, not like that in the movie, though. Let's just put that. It's like, in the movie, she's the only Captain Marvel. In the comics, she's like the sixth Captain yeah, Marvel. Yeah, I mean, so. we'll get to that yeah. a
2: little bit and stuff. Um, And that and, and just saying we'll get to that is just a heads up. If anyone is listening and hasn't seen the movie, don't listen. Yeah, let's just do <laughs> At least about the Captain Marvel part of it. Um, When we get to our favorite movies, you can listen to that. And let's say... 20 minutes, come back? I don't know. We'll put, yeah, a, we'll put a time minutes. stamp in it, and we'll do it that way. Um, okay, so let's just get straight to the movie then itself. Uh, again, I, I'll throw it to you. Okay. Um, if you have, like, a note where you want to start, right. go for it. Or if you want to just do, like, an overall, I'll, I'll leave that part up let's to you. Let's just and say the
1: overall feeling. Yeah, okay, let's do the overall so
2: first. Mike, you go ahead. I
1: loved it. I thought it was a great movie. I thought Marvel nailed it again. Uh, we waited a long time for this, their first female-led superhero movie. But I think they—it's better than Wonder Woman, DC's female superhero movie. Um, they nailed it out of the park. I think the themes and the message were great. I think the acting all around was stellar. The de aging technology on Samuel L. Jackson was like it—you it just—you thought you were watching a 30 year old Samuel L. Jackson. It was insane. Uh, I love the fact that it was the Krull, uh No, sorry, Cree Skrull War. It was just a huge event from the comics, from the 70s, and is like an ongoing thing in the Marvel. I love how they kind of flipped it on its head a little bit. Um, we'll talk about that later when we get more spoily. Um, and I, over- I just liked it, and I thought, the- I'm not usually a fan of prequels, but this one I think did a really good job. And so, it's not going to be like really high up there in my Marvel ranking, just because it's a prequel, I'm not usually a fan of prequels. And it's also an origin story. And usually, when you do, when it's an origin story, I feel like it holds it back a little bit because you kind of have to go through the motions and explain the origin and everything. And when we do our rankings later, you'll see that most of the origin stories for me are like lower down on the list. Doesn't mean I didn't like them. It's just um, they do a lot of the heavy lifting to introduce the character and everything. And then the second and third
2: um, movies, and especially tro- if you feel if you know the story already. Yeah, I guess it, it, not everyone does, but when you do, in your own personal opinion or ranking, it's probably going to be a little lower, because you're like, okay, well... Yeah,
1: they can take the character in different you know. places yeah. in the second. And the, only, the other thing that was kind of working against it is, I'm usually not a fan whenever the superheroes are, like, super overpowered, and she's, like, the most overpowered. It's why I'm not really a fan of, like, Superman movies. I think, uh, like, heroes better when they have flaws. You know, she's almost godlike. She really has no flaws. And I like... It's, the mar- it's like the Marvel vs. DC thing, like, the Marvel characters have flaws, and she has a f- bit of flaws, but she's the most perfect probably
2: of all of them. And she's like the Superman kind of, uh, she, right? She's their Superman. Yeah, and so... That's, I mean, we'll get, we'll get into the details. I mean, not the entire movie, but she's basically their representation of Superman, yeah. So,
1: like that being said, even though those things, like the prequel, the she's a, kind of powered, I still really liked it. I think they did an excellent job. Um, I think the story was awesome. The action was not the best we've seen, but it was awesome. The acting was really good, but the themes were really good, and... The themes of, like, um, a strong, like, female message. And she was never sexualized or treated as a sex object. They didn't force any love story. Uh, the main theme was all about her, um, you know, all the men in her life telling her that she doesn't belong here when she's trying to try for the army or she's trying to do her dad telling her she doesn't belong there when she's doing go-karting with the guys. And... Um, the people telling her that she's got to get her emotions in check or she's never going to be a good warrior, right? And that's, that's sort of the thing that men tell women a lot, sort of to hold them down, like you're too emotional and all this, yeah. right? Yeah, So the theme of the movie was like, that's the sort of thing message she's been told and you're never going to be a good warrior because you're too emotional. But in the end of the movie, it was her emotions that unlocked her powers that took her to the next level. Right. It was when she embraced her emotional side and her female side that she, she became super powerful and was able to save the day. So that was just a cool theme. Something like, it's never been done before. Um, I loved what happened in the final fight, which we can talk about, which is something I've never seen before in a final, like, boss battle. Um, yeah, <laughs> boss battle, yeah. Yeah, when she <laughs> fought the yon Uh
2: A lot of really talented actors, too. Yeah, um, um, I think that helps. Yeah. That helps a lot. Uh, they, the, the, to, to me, it was great. Yeah, I, and
1: see. did you like it? Like, I, I liked it, fit? yeah. yeah?
2: Okay. I thought it was great. Um, I was a little bit confused at some points with the way they were explaining um i i will get into details as to why but the, the first 20 minutes were cool but i got a little bit lost and didn't love it mm-hmm. until she basically once she comes to earth that's when it really picked up everything before that to me was Fine.
1: I agree. It was sort of like set up. It sort of felt, when it started, I was sort of worried it felt kind of Green Lantern-y, like that bad
2: Green Lantern movie. Oh, that's movie. exactly what, it, and what I was, it was like. Yeah, you know, it was I mean, it was, like, it's cosmic and stuff. And and you know what? Ultimately, it wasn't that big of a deal. No, like, it got a lot better. I and it's, it's Earth, totally yeah. fine. Honestly, the, that opening sort of action scene, mm-hmm. when all that starts, is totally fine. Um, no, overall, I liked it. I think she's a good choice to play the character. Um, she can be intense, but she can also be softer and stuff, which is exactly what needs to happen because you're talking about the emotions and all that stuff. Sam Jackson's always good because it's Sam Jackson and he, de-aging or not, he looks like the same person, so. Yeah. (laughs) The the guy looks like he's uh, younger than us, but he's 60, so. 70, (laughs) Or 70, okay, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah, 70. Um, But the technology looks good. Yeah. Uh, as far as the way they made that look, I know that was like a big thing that they, that they, so you, Dave,
1: you're not like as big a fan of the Marvel movies as I am. Brother, no, right? no, so I'm not as before, big. I don't,
2: but... I don't dislike them, but right. I wasn't like rushing to, I wanted to rush to see this so we could talk about it. Yeah. Not because I had to see it. Okay. There's a number of the movies on the list and I'll probably get to them when we talk about all of them that I never saw in the theater Oh, wow. because I just, I was like, eh, I'll be fine. We you know, you know probably couple... see them at least twice. Yeah. See, I've, I've seen most a couple times. Half in the theater probably, or or three quarters. Um, this is uh, to me. This is this is in the upper half easily.
1: Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to cool. tease
2: that a little bit. It's definitely in the upper yeah. half of ones I like. I think because it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's uh, that helps, 13, yeah. and because the the whole Superman being overpowered thing, I don't love either. I always have a problem with that yeah. too. It's like Superman's the like a god. Even Thor. Thor's a god. How is he? Are we able he, to to thwart yeah. them? You know, but Thor
1: has flaws. I find like, he's he's hot headed and he's always feeding this. Like, it adds a like, human element. Yeah, and Superman has like zero flaws. Yeah, and he's too overpowered. Then when he's weak, he's too weak. Like Kryptonite. You know what I mean? That's
2: like I know not everyone thinks that way. So that's that's what they have to work towards is trying to figure out how what her weakness is. And if her if her weakness is just that she's emotional, I don't. No, that's her strength. I think. Well, it is right, mm. but if that's like sort of what they're going to play off of, of like she. I, don't know. I, well, think, I think, Either way, I think I think the movie, I liked it. I yeah, really liked it. I cool. thought I, it was not one of the ones where I went, oh, it's just another Marvel movie. It's actually not, which is good. Yeah, a lot of um, people are saying, oh, it sticks so, to the
1: Marvel formula, but I thought it was up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it really does. Well, it wasn't um, fully linear storytelling, right? Exactly. So let's get to the, the
2: storytelling then. Um, let's get to a first point. We can start from the beginning of the movie yeah. if you want. Why don't we do that? Why don't we kind of do okay, it chronologically? Cool. And we don't have to stick to one yeah. bit and just stick with that, but let's... So what's, a lot of people, what's the first thing that come to mind when
1: from they, the beginning for you? I've heard people when they started the movie they were kind of a bit confused because it takes place on like the Kree homeworld and people maybe not familiar with what that is. They've seen Guardians of the Galaxy but it has a real Guardians of the Galaxy vibe to it. Well, it's all the space to. stuff.
2: It's supposed to. Yeah, yeah.
1: and uh, that homeworld stuff like I said kind of me of Green Lantern. I didn't think the lighting was very good. I don't know if it was just my theater in the 3D but that battle on the first planet. Oh yeah, so, sp- I
2: see, oh, so I didn't see it in 3D. Okay, yeah. I chose not to. because The I was lighting like, eh. was
1: kind of bugging me. It was kind of dark. Yeah. And, um, and then, so there's that, and Jude Law is, like, training her, right? And I, I do like this when they do it in, when they do this in, like, war stories, and they do this, like, comic books. Like a, it's sort of a trope, but it's, like, you meet your character. She's uh, fighting for a certain side, so it's the Kree versus the Skrull war, yeah. and she's, she's, like, a Kree on the Kree side. And then halfway through the movie, she finds out, oh, she's fighting for the wrong side, right? Yeah. I love that when that happens. Yeah, so that's really so good storytelling,
2: I think. I, I think that, I, that that's not a typical storyline for the character, or is it? Um, no, like you just assume always the scrolls are going to be evil. But is that the storyline that in the comics? I don't know. Um, no, because
1: they didn't they didn't really stay true to any Captain Marvel comic. They kind of jam- like mixed her into like the scroll and Kree War. Yeah, which is a big storyline. Yeah, which Captain Marvel is a character, but I don't think it's exactly like this. And it's Marvel. It's not.
2: Yeah, it's Marvel. Yeah, well, um, I I I always found the the scroll stuff that I've read in the comics and graphic novels and stuff to be great. I always I like those. Yeah, but they're always the bad guys. Yeah, but I but I like them because cool. if they're so because you don't know who they are, mm-hmm. right? Like the scene with her on the subway. And yeah, you know, I don't to, Like anyone when she jumps off the subway and there's all these people around, it could literally be any of those people. And to me, that's interesting, right? So I always kind of like that.
1: Yeah, the scroll are like shape shifting so, aliens. Yeah, in the Kree, so, or like so at
2: the you know, beginning. None of that stuff bothered me, the fact that it's on another world. So I, 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 I guess maybe I just knew that, mm-hmm. so maybe that's why I didn't... What bothered me at the beginning, and I've heard um, uh, some stuff on, online that this part actually was really well done, and it's a really big exposition dump, I guess, and to tell you, like, who she is and how... They, it's a good way to do it, I guess, but I thought it was too long was when they have her upside down and they're getting into her memories and stuff. Oh,
1: yeah, that was cool, yeah. I was
2: so confused, oh, really, and I yeah. thought... The whole, like, Ben Mendelssohn doing... Right. The, which, you don't know who he is yet, so I guess... Maybe that's... Maybe that's the problem, is I didn't know who was talking.
1: Mm-hmm. When I was like, oh, voice. do this,
2: stay yeah. here, do that, stay there, or whatever. Okay, yeah, it's a British guy, but it could be anybody, right? I was so confused. Australian, I think, actually. Oh, what yeah. Yeah. what do okay. I know, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I... It wasn't that I was confused as to, like, oh, that's a memory, because it's clear that it is, but I don't... I, I It lasted too long, and... It doesn't explain what's going on with someone talking to her. And I, I just I was like, okay, are we done with this yeah, yet? Yeah, so she
1: gets captured by the scrolls and they're kind of scrubbing through her memory. Yes. Yeah, and some, like yeah. and, they're, and they're after they're after something in her memory, right? I could
2: tell they're after something, yeah. but it's just it felt like it went on yeah, for too long. And I knew like, okay, they're gonna show her and she's gonna bust out and probably there's gonna be some right. sort of fight and there was, and it was fine, it was cool. But it was a cool way to um... It's a different way to explain things, which I think is good, right. but i don't... I thought it, like, even though it was only, like, two minutes, mm-hmm. I thought if it was cut in half, it would it would have sped that up a little more, and you would have been yeah. able to just get it. Yeah,
1: the, right? the first little bit did sort of breeze by. Like, the movie was, I think, over two hours, but it was, it breezed by. It went from scene to scene. Yeah, location. when I look it
2: up here, it says it's just over, 207, so, and so it's that, just over two hours. Yeah, that
1: was a, but that was yeah. a cool way. She got captured by the Skrulls, and you're sort of thrown in, and, and she has all this, like, baggage and backstory. Yep. It's, like, she's, like, two years into having powers. Yep and she has no memories, and that's sort of you learning, oh, she was on Earth, and they're scrubbing through her memories, and they're searching for something, and yeah. it's on Earth. Then she breaks out, and then they're in a spaceship like, like hovering Earth, and she crashes yeah. down into Earth, and then I think the real good meat of the that's movie really happens. That's starts, yeah. I, and Samuel I think Jackson what, what is
2: good about, about the memory thing, regardless, whether it's that scene or other ones, when she's seen flashbacks and the intelligence and things like that, is that uh, you're also trying to figure it out with her. Yeah, which I think makes it better. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if you just know all the time, and it's like, oh, when's she going to figure it out? Everyone else knows, but she doesn't. If you also don't know, then you're also in her shoes. Yeah, right? this is and what I, I mean think that makes a big difference.
1: When I said it wasn't a linear origin story, it wasn't like Act One, you see her get her powers. Act Two, she figures her powers out and overcomes something. Act Three, she defeats the guy. There's, right? There's
2: a small bit of that, but that's only because for other like, reasons. Yeah, it's like
1: she starts with her powers, but she can't quite use them properly, and she's sort of told by the Kree that. Um, they, they, she's told that they have given her the powers and they, yes. she has a thing in her head and they make her think that this thing in her head gives her powers, but is it really? They right? never really
2: explained the thing in her head other than it limits her, I guess. Is that what it is? Well, what, what it was is like, so
1: yeah. So they told her they it falls powers. off
2: and then she goes nuts at the end. Exactly. Right? But what it really nuts was, good way, but... it,
1: they put it on her to limit her powers. Yes. But I, I... and so she embraced her emotions, ripped yeah. it off. And got access to her full power. So yeah. they they were saying they were granting her power, but they were limited. But, but there are other characters her.
2: also have that on. Didn't no? I think she was the only one. also have one on him. No, was I it just she, her. Yeah, okay. I think she was the only one. Yeah, I was just missing that part. Um, I you're right. The the non part of all that
1: yeah. is so
2: you is find great. how how she gets her
1: powers like in the third act. You finally see what happened
2: to give her her powers. Yeah, like she does cool stuff, and mm-hmm. she's got the the energy coming out of her arms and her hands mm-hmm. and stuff, and she's she's fighting. Oh, that was and great when she took this cool. thing off and she went full Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> and she basically. lit up like a Dragon Ball yeah. Z character? But that's that the thing, you're so right, cool. exactly, right? Like, you see her do stuff that's pretty cool, mm-hmm. even though it's not her full thing, and you just assume, okay, well, she hasn't. Mm-hmm. She just hasn't figured it out, and then you realize, oh, yeah, they're limiting her, mm-hmm. and then she It's goes, not spelled f- out for you. You kind of have to pay attention. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, uh, and then they, so, so when she falls to Earth, right. which is sort of when the good part starts, is what we're saying, uh, we saw the blockbuster thing in the trailer, mm-hmm. if anyone watched the trailer and stuff, although that scene in it, just walking through, all I was doing was looking at the scenery. So and all the movies on the shelf. So the yeah. movies on yeah. the shelf, what the 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 uh, poster stand up of what, who she shoots. So she sees a, a thing that she thinks is a person, but it's just a cardboard cutout of true lies. Yeah. So she shoots Schwarzenegger and cuts him in half. And then as she's walking through the aisle, there's Terminator, there's a whole bunch of like Schwarzenegger movies behind her. <laughs> I was just like, that's perfect. Shout out to the governor. Yeah, I was like, that's great. That's awesome. Right? Yeah, because she lands in L.A. too, so yeah. there you go.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's sort of when the movie turns into like a, a buddy cop movie with her and Samuel Jackson. Yeah, which at least great. for that
2: first, at least for half an hour after that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, sure, there's a little bit of a split up and stuff like that. But yeah, at least, especially that the chase scene that happens right after that, that's basically what it is. Mm-hmm. Right? that That's probably the best part of the movie, honestly, to Yeah, me. just her and Samuel Jackson. Yeah. They have such good chemistry. And... The Radio Shack thing's kind of funny. I kind of saw that coming. Yeah, me too. She's We're like, oh, where through. do I find communication stuff? I was like, oh, is it going to be Radio Shack? I
1: All did right. find early in the movie I had to, like, suspend my disbelief a little bit. You kind in of can't stuff? nitpick it too much because it's kind of ridiculous the things she's doing. Like, like um, uh, rigging a telephone to be able to call space. You know, I know she's using her suit, but yeah. there's a lot of things like that. that like, I mean, like, you don't ah, have one of those suits, Mike, <laughs> so you don't know what it's capable of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you kind of, that's so. what I mean by you have to spend your disbelief. You have to be like, okay, yeah, this suit allows her it's, to rig a telephone to call space. It's a
2: comic book and Marvel yeah. and superhero movie. You have to just...
1: That's what I mean. I'm saying don't you know. nitpick it on those things because yeah. you, you could. And I was starting to go there and I was kind of like, no, I'm just going to no, sit back and I was, accept it. Yeah.
2: yeah it so. was totally fine. And, um, yeah, that, that whole... And, that, and then they go to the chase sequence with the subway. the subway. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Stanley cameo, um, great. Yeah, Stan Lee the Stanley cameo. cameo was great. I thought that was awesome. Um, Because, and then I I realized as I was watching, and then it's sort of proven as I've listened to other stuff too and read other stuff, is that it's it's ninety four, I believe, the movie. It's um, around there, is somewhere in ninety four, and Mallrats came out in ninety five, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that would be the time that Stanley, who was basically in. Fifty percent of Mallrats would be reading the script for that movie. Right, it was
1: awesome. Which is just yeah. like that's and Stanley and uh, Kevin Smith have this like really good connection. Yeah. So I think it was so well done. And then and then it's yeah. And 90... she gives him that nod, and you yeah. can tell that nod is a bit of like yeah. That was afterwards. acknowledging too. that he's also the thing at the and...
2: beginning with his.
1: Cameos. Oh yeah, that was the great. Marvel they they thing, changed that the Marvel great. logo yeah. to do
2: all his cameos. That yeah, was that cool. was really cool. So that was good. That I mean, was it crazy. was. I think that's one of the better. I think cameos from him, even though he doesn't say or do much. He's it's actually one of the the least things that he does in any of his cameos. I love all his cameos. Yeah, I think they're all great, but some of them are like more hokey. Mm -hmm. This one's just I think maybe it's Yeah. They they made it seem with the nod and stuff, mm -hmm. make it seem more, you know, of a tribute kind of idea. And and they
1: didn't overdo it. It was just understated and it was just a little snark, a little nod and a little, you know, thank you nod to him. Yeah, and and it
2: slows things down a bit, but she was also slow and she nailed that. that. She really nailed that. Yeah, like she walked in and she was looking around. It made sense that he was there. Mm. Right? And in LA and doing all that stuff. Um and he actually she, played
1: himself this time. Usually he plays people, but he that's played right. himself. Exactly. Right. That's, that's right. Cool, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, the, the I should guy. say like Brie Larson does the most of the heavy lifting in this movie and she does a really good job.
2: Yeah. I mean Sam She's Jackson does from time to time, but he's more like the comic relief in the action scenes. Yeah. I think. He is exactly.
1: more of the comic. Him and him and Goose the Cat are like the comic relief.
2: Yeah, the goose <laughs> stuff was like I was, I was waiting, because I heard it was really good, and I was wait, waiting for it to get better, and then in the second half, it gets better.
1: Yeah, I feel right? the same. Like, it was overhyped a little bit. I think Goose, so. Goose, and... Yeah. Um, I mean,
2: I didn't know what creature it was, or I didn't... I thought it was... Just, literally, yeah, I, I thought know. it was just a cat. Yeah, same. I literally no, I knew it was, was going to be cat. something different, because I'd heard, I like, no <laughs> it's not just
1: a cat. It's funnier. Um, <laughs> I had no idea what um, it was. I didn't think that of, like, all the... Marvel movies, they usually have, like, what's called, like, the Marvel quips or snark, yeah. and they have the humor. Yeah. They, a lot of the humor here kind of felt flat a little bit compared to the other ones. Like a lot of jokes didn't land. A lot of the good jokes were with Goose and Samuel Jackson. I didn't yeah. think it was as funny as like, but you it know, wasn't it's as not funny. an Iron Man movie. Iron Man's a bit funnier. Yeah, but it's not really it's not I Thor mean, she, Ragnarok. She was, she was,
2: she's sort of like a snarky character. I don't know if she's like that in the comics at all. But she was, you know, like when he first sees Goose and he's, "Oh, you're so cute," and she's like. Very, yeah, she's a
1: bit like tough you know. kinda, yeah.
2: But you know, they're joking in the car and stuff mm-hmm. and she's all with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's either either starting the joke or finishing it, or like she's all a part of it. She's not just straight face serious, which you know, until recently, like at least early Captain America stuff is like he's Mr. Yeah serious straight face. And I get that's just his character. Right. Um, He's the Boy Scout. Yeah, but I like that she's not because I just like yeah. the comedy in the movies and stuff. So, uh, um, and then all the Skrull stuff starts ramping up after that. Right? Yeah, and so the Skrulls are chasing the them, or they're chasing
1: the Skrulls. I can't remember. Or they're they're trying to find. Um, she's trying to find out more about her past, is what it is.
2: So she's that's basically what the movie is until the end. Yeah, and really. she's
1: infiltrating. I think a. a a shield base or something, and the Skrulls are chasing her. And Ben Mendelsohn's—that's the same shield base
2: as it was in oh, Avengers. Yeah. Oh, it's exactly the exact, it's exact same one. I noticed when they pulled in. I go, oh, that's the tunnel. So at the beginning of Avengers, the first like big oh, action scene in the so first cool. one. When they're rushing out with the thing, and the whole thing's like exploding on them, yeah. it's the same place, oh, so the cool. exact same place. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so, so that's the... kind of cool. It's a callback to, or at least call forward, I guess. Maybe yeah, I that. loved all the tie-ins <laughs> to the Marvel movies. I loved them all. It was good. It worked. That the scene with the bookcases, I was just like, it, so when that started, and or not the bookcases uh, when she op- when they go and they f- when they first the scrolls first chase her, mm-hmm. um, and all the remember. lights are turning on. And like in sequence, every time you walk past it, it's like a sensor that the lights turn on, and it's just like, oh, this is just a setup for some sort of dark and light action scene or whatever. And then when they actually do the action scene, it makes sense because they're triggering to try and get away from the scrolls and things uh, like yeah. that. I, I don't know. I was like, oh, here we go, a typical action scene, but it turned out to be good. I yeah. thought the action was good. Mm-hmm. It was a, uh, it was fun.
1: Yeah, and the yeah. So just carrying on with the plot, I guess the scrolls sort of catch up to them. She finds this this um, file that talks about Marie Rambeau, I think her name is. Yeah. And that's one of her, her friend from her past, so they hunt yeah. her down, and that's where they meet up, and she sort of learns her past, and that she was on Earth, and she learns about that who she was, and she's actually human, exactly, and what yeah. she was doing. And then the scrolls show up, and that's where you learn that they're actually the good guys in the sort of the war, that the Kree or the bad... So that's true, because one, side. I didn't
2: know she was human... Okay, at all, going into the movie. I just always assume because I never really read the stories. I don't really know that much about the character. And I always, 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 because every comic that I've read, the scrolls are the bad guys. Yeah. So I just assumed that all the way through, they would just be the bad that guys.
1: That was, I think, their idea. That was a setup. And they, yeah. the casting of Ben uh, Mendelsohn was uh, purposeful, because he always plays the bad guys. Yeah, so he, and he's always a very Star good War, bad guy, <laughs> yeah, Star Wars, Ready uh, yeah. Player One. Yeah. And so he's set up to play the bad guy. And you think, oh, it's Ben Mendelsohn's going to be the bad guy. And then when you find out that you know, he does some bad things and he even says, like, I've done some bad things this war, but he's not actually the bad guy. He's just trying to protect his people, right? And yeah, you, and which, you find out
2: which you get, and then when they finally get there, then you really get it. But right. um yeah, I I didn't I didn't see that coming at all. Mm-hmm. Like at all. No, me neither. I either. mean he was a he's he was a great character even before. Like he was still pretty entertaining mm-hmm. and stuff. And then when they really sit down in that scene where they come into the house and they do the back and forth in the, in the the near the front door and stuff like that. That was great. Yeah, that was a great scene. That, he,
1: was, he did a fantastic job
2: as well. He's the best part of the movie. He's the best, yeah. I think he's the best he's, part he's of the movie. He's one of the best parts, yeah. Because um, I think, I mean, he's just... He pulls off the sort of snarky, mean, but also somewhat good... Like, he he plays both sides yeah, pretty well. But he's playing both sides because, like you said, he's fighting for a reason. but you don't see the reason until later. And you're like, oh, yeah, okay, now I kind of get what he was doing before. So they, I think that, again... Like you said, it wasn't linear, it wasn't typical. That's one of the reasons why, I think, is because that character, whether it was him or not, the way it was written made a big difference. So
0: yeah, I thought that was of, really good. Yeah,
1: so he was good, I agree. And then um, you sort of learn about what the MacGuffin is, sort of the thing they're chasing, which yeah. is like this um, light speed travel that her old so army it was captain... was energy source for the
2: light speed travel. Right, which, is, yeah. yeah,
1: and so they, they try to tra- they trace that down and it ends up being the uh, Cosmic Cube, the space stone, yes, Captain again, America.
2: To me, I was like, "Oh, it's blue."
1: Yeah, that's sure, the cosmic it's Q, energy. But, but some... I didn't
2: again until they said it was the Tesseract. I didn't. Tesseract, that was it. Yeah. I didn't realize that it was, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, it's a square." So yeah, sure, of course it is. <laughs> but it's been in a lot of the movies. Like I had a big role in. it in pretty much all of them. So this yeah. is the first. This is how it gets to Earth.
1: No, how it gets to Earth Isn't is it in? It's in um, Captain America, which is World War II, right? Oh, the first yeah, the first yeah. movie. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. It is in that one. Yeah, and that's right. uh, that's what the red skull's after. And I I thought that's that, right. That's yeah, right. and then so she she learns about the skulls being good, and then she learns about her boss developing this technology, and her boss and. I guess it's her boss or whoever she's working in the army. Yeah, I guess was it a would Kree be her superior.
2: Living on whatever. Earth. Annette Benning, which, by the way, was she was great yeah, she was in also. it. She was so good in it. Yeah, and like small parts, but like every time she was on it, it was like. But she had a big role, like a big pull of Yeah, the her blocks. character's a big deal, yeah. but she wasn't like in it for, you know, whatever, yeah, exactly. right? Um, um, and
1: so she's a Cree and she's, they always hear she's developing a technology to end the war or something. Yeah. And then they realize oh, and, that, End
2: or stop future wars or something. something right? like that. That's what it was, yeah. Not
1: the end of the war, but prevent the war. So there was a prevent pop, the was wars a, yeah. And then they realize that she, what well, she's she's not actually inventing something for the Cree, she's inventing something to help the Skrulls escape. So she had flipped flip sides as well. And then so Brie Larson and the Skrulls and the are teaming up and they find her spaceship outside of space and that's when the Cree show up and you get your big battle. Yeah. And you get her fighting Yanrog and her old group of Kree people. You get Ronan the Accuser, yeah, showing def- yeah, up. Yeah, when he
2: came in, and I was just like, "Oh, oh cool. Cool. Jude Law's bad guy."
1: Yeah, <laughs> now, Ronan is uh, Lee Pace. Oh, yeah. Jude, Jude Law. Yeah, so you learned up. You learned that all along. Jude
2: Law, who'd been training her, is actually yeah. bad. He's he's the one who limited her, mm-hmm. or at least involved in limiting her. And, and her then she goes and overpowered, and she just destroys them. She goes
1: all. Super Saiyan, like you yeah, said. Yeah, she goes exactly. That's what I thought. Like. she's... Go- I always thought that'd be cool if a superhero could like glow like a like a Dragon Ball Z saiyan. Yeah, and they did that's it. Basically, what, you know, she basically does. what they did. Yeah. It looks I mean, cool.
2: it's kind of cool to to see. I think the the talking to Annette Benning and Supreme Intelligence, which is who she's, I guess, representing and stuff, uh, where she sort of busts out of it and does the mm-hmm. first scene. to I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Well, that was pretty good. Um, again, just something I didn't know because I didn't know the character or the storyline and stuff, but it worked for me. Um, no, it worked.
1: And then I loved. So then. Obviously the battle happens and obviously the hero wins, right? But what I loved, and then sort of sort of movie over, right? Yeah, in a way. Uh, but yeah. what I loved about the final battle is that it's set up at the beginning where she's training with Jude Law. It's like the first scene, and he's always beating her. and They're fighting hand to hand combat, and this is like a common thing in a lot of um, like movies, like bad guy good guy movies, where it's like the final scene. He's sort of outmatched, and he's sort, and then he says to her you know, you, you will never beat me until you beat me in hand-to-hand oh, yeah, combat. Scene, yeah. And she's he's trying to trick her to like... I say the
2: same thing I was going to say. Yeah, and I've yeah, seen that in so many movies. Like, say, oh, the good yeah. guy has a gun the good guy has a sword it's and the bad guy obvious. tricks them.
1: Yeah. And the good guy always falls for it and he like puts his gun down because he wants to prove how macho he is. And instead, nope, she just blasts him with yeah. her blast and walks over and just says, I have nothing to prove to you. Oh, yeah. is awesome. Which is a
2: great line. Yeah. But I was I was hoping while that was happening, I, was, I, said, I thought the same thing. I go, oh, here we go. Another... Yeah,
1: another... It is what it is. Have have it happens all the time. Combat. I'll just
2: yeah. accept it. The rest of the movie was great and whatever. But I was thinking at the moment, I go, Oh, is she gonna pull an Indiana Jones? Which is oh, exact yeah? which is exactly the the thing that I thought of because the guy like swings the sword around and, and they just shoots him, right? Which is basically what she does. Yeah, she's I mean, she just kind of kills him. Yeah. She doesn't kill him, but basically that's what she does. <laughs> I loved that. Like, that was great. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. And then that she just genius. tosses him in and says, Send a message. I mean, I don't know. I mean lock the guy up or kill him or something. I know but that's sort
1: of saying that was sort of setting up for future movies. That's, fine. that's a
2: sort that's sort of an origin story problem. That's fine, yeah. And
1: I also like the, the sequel problem with Ronan showing up, you just know he's gonna he's just showing up for five minutes and leaving, you know he's not gonna die or well, anything. Well and that's also right? like
2: another thing too, is like do, do they make a, a sequel with do, is there a number two of Captain Marvel? There probably that, will be that is gonna be like Ninety nine. No, I think any future Captain Marvel movies, because she's
1: going to be in Endgame, will take place after Endgame. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah,
2: I think that makes more sense. So then Jude Law's not in it. Ronan's not in it at that point, obviously. Well, they could be. I don't know. Well, They're just older. Ronan's dead.
1: Oh, yeah, Ronan died right? in Guardians. He died right? in Guardians, right? Yeah, right? So
2: true. it's cool that he showed up. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a cool tie-in if people recognize who he is and stuff like that. Um, I would like to see another movie with her in it, although I do like the way that they set her up, so I don't know if it's going to be too much... I can't uh, wait to Superman see her Brent. and
1: the Thanos showdown. I can't wait for that. Uh, is,
2: yeah. Is, is it going to be like just her and him? It might be. I don't know. We've got to wait and find be. out. Yeah. Uh,
1: the trailer, uh, good timing, because the trailer for, new trailer for Avengers Endgame dropped today. I did not
2: watch it. and I'm not going to. You're not going to? No, I watched oh, the first okay. on the teaser one that's still, even though it's a teaser, it's still So like I won't
1: minutes, give so. it away, but I will just but say. But she's in it, right? She's in the tra- yeah, and it's I genius marketing by Marvel, because yeah. they put her, so the movie came out last week, so it's got its opening week bump. Yeah. And then they dropped the brand new trailer for Endgame and they put her in it. Yeah. So
2: people say, okay, I gotta go see Captain Marvel. The people that haven't seen it yet. Which may be the last trailer before Endgame comes out. I think it will be. Right? Because it's out in a month. Right? Isn't it? It's April, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So... In a month and it's five weeks or so, six it's, weeks, whatever it is. They purposely held it till. Oh yeah, it's week. great. And Smart. Again, I haven't watched it. At all. I probably just won't because again, it's just like what I, I've done with the Star Wars movies. I kind of wish I avoided it because I, it.
1: I tend to pay t- too much attention and I sort of. Then when I'm watching the movie, I'm waiting for those scenes to happen. That stuff, yeah. So I, wait, but I can't, I can't, I just
2: couldn't resist. Yeah, like I watched the Captain Marvel one and I don't even really remember it because yeah. I'm sure it was like generic marketing of a superhero. So. Um, yeah I think overall it was good man I liked it I thought oh, it was yeah, a really good movie overall I, really positive it was about it, right? fun I think as long as it's fun which almost every single Marvel movie is uh, this picks up where that is and the sort of 90s tie-in stuff is kind of fun but also it, like
1: I said a positive message overall
2: yeah. And yeah I think that's uh, good and there's a lot of like heavy stuff about you know, with the scrolls and immigration and thing. I think that that's I picked up on that. I don't know if that's actually the yeah, case. yeah. But I went
1: to that. Have I say subtle subtle theme. It was more subtle. Yeah, yeah. 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 Heavy handed was power the power stuff girl was more obvious, stuff, which yeah. it should
2: be, and I think that's great. But the other stuff is still it's good and it works. It still mm-hmm. works with the mm-hmm. with the character and the characters and stuff like that. So um, and it wasn't like yeah. she, she was just like a superhero that happened to be
1: a female. She wasn't like you know what I mean. Yes, that was cool too. Yeah, that treat true. her any different than they like you the said guys. before,
2: like. She's not sexualizing sexualized in any way throughout the yeah. movie at all. No right? forced
1: love story or anything. No, no. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Oh so God. These, are like the, these are like the small issues I had with Wonder Woman a little bit. Yeah. That hold it back a little bit, I Yeah, think, I didn't so. like the
2: love story. I thought it was completely unnecessary yeah. in that movie too. So. And she's like
1: fighting in the war in a mini skirt and a corset, you know. Well, it's that, like, yeah,
2: but that's her outfit though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, in this, I again, when she picked her suit and suit color and stuff, and I was like, oh, cool, but also like, why does this kid all of a sudden know yeah, how to use is, okay, her okay, That what I'm thing. was what I am talking about. You got to like,
1: like spend your disbelief. That's she all t- of a sudden just knows. I know.
2: I thought maybe there'd be like a choice of like five like hologram things would pop up, and she'd be like that one.
1: And what's kind of like I a bit icky about it too? I heard if this is true that like the military is kind of using this movie as a pro. Yes, um, I heard that. Yeah, Marines or what is it? Air Force. Force, Because she's part of the Air Force. so like, it was so cheesy when she's like, what color should I use? And the girl's wearing an Air Force shirt and then she changes her...
2: She was in the Air Force, I guess that's part of it and stuff. I mean, they don't make it that obvious though. That's
1: true. Uh, It's not like Captain America 1 where it's like... Yeah, it's not
2: like rah-rah war or anything. Really, the the message of it is to like kind of stop war Mm -hmm. and help people. So, you know... It kind of shadows over the other stuff. Yeah, there's a few I moments here that sprinkled
1: in that don't fit really for me and don't yeah. like. But it didn't
2: hurt the movie. I mean, overall. the suit looks good, so regardless of the color yeah, scheme, it looks <laughs> it's yeah. pretty good. It looks cool. <laughs> all right, sweet. That's our uh, somewhat brief uh, Captain Marvel uh, talk. We're going to get into uh, where it ranks in our in our movies, and uh, we'll get back to that next time. Um, and uh, we'll get into all the Marvel movies and sort of where they fit. How they fit into the future? What we felt like maybe at the time. We'll go and how too long might...
1: on each one, right? We'll,
2: we'll no, we'll won't go too long and stuff. Excited so for we'll, that? Though. We'll be back for that. <laughs> 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 Aren't you the
0: cutest little thing? Aren't you cute? And what's your name, huh? Curious. I'll be back.